everyone. This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me today. We all experience disease in one way or another in our lifetime. It might just be a common cold or even something much more serious that lands us in the hospital or with multiple doctor visits. I would like to share the Ayurvedic perspective of disease and how it relates to the three doshas and possibly give some ideas on how to treat disease in an effective and natural way. Ayurveda believes the main cause of disease is living out of harmony with nature. And most importantly, forgetting our true nature as spiritual beings. Excess in anything ultimately causes imbalance in the body and the mind. And I believe most of us are aware when we are excessively indulging in behaviors that could potentially create imbalance. Ayurveda believes that health is a state of balance. So let's begin with the three doshas and their particular propensity for imbalance. Many diseases are characteristic of one dosha or another. Ayurveda books list more diseases in the vata dosha because vata is a primary dosha and vata tends towards decay. Ayurveda books list 80 vata disorders, 40 pitta disorders, and 20 kapha. Kapha diseases are typically characterized by the presence of phlegm or mucus. Pitta diseases are observable by fever or burning sensations and vata by pain or debility. Kaphas Primarily, the water element, kapha diseases include most respiratory disorders, excessive tissue growth, as in tumors, and then the common cold. Pitta, the fire element, shows up as fever, infectious diseases, liver disorders, acidity, and inflammatory skin conditions. And finally, 
excess heat in the body and the mind. Vata, primarily air element, diseases included most nervous system disorders, insomnia, arthritis, paralysis. Remember, vata is dry and cold and ultimately creates wasting of the tissues. So most diseases occur when an imbalance in one of the doshas is present. It can affect other doshas, it can push other doshas, but typically it presents itself in one dosha. By acting upon this imbalance immediately, going to the site of the dosha, of the imbalance, correction can be quite effective and quick. The doshas are not the only factors that can cause disease, but the sites where these doshas are most active, the tissues, the organs, the systems where these doshas reside can play a very large part in creating disease. So it's important to know where these doshas reside in the body. First, let's take kapha, which rules over the lung area. Let's say we have a severe chronic cough. If left untreated, it can further lead to damage the nervous system, as in the case of asthma. So it's imbalancing vata. It is important to treat the illness immediately at the site of imbalance. Otherwise, it can spread further into the tissues, spreading the disease into the body and involving other doshas. Each organ in our bodies is primarily ruled by one dosha. If we are aware of which dosha controls which organ, we can work to correct the imbalance by implementing appropriate strategy to bring the aggravated dosha back into balance in that, at that particular site. All right. Which dosha governs which organ? Let's talk about that. Vata's main site is in the colon, but Vata also rules the brain, the thighs, the kidneys, the bladder, pancreas, and the bones. Pitta's primary site is in the small intestine. 
but pitta also governs the liver, the gallbladder, the spleen, the kidneys, and pancreas. the uterus, and the heart. Finally, Kapha's main site is the stomach. But Kapha also governs the lungs, the pericardium, the bladder, the pancreas, and the testes. Ayurveda identifies which dosha is related to which tissue and can therefore treat the cause of the imbalance by addressing the appropriate system and the energetics involved in that dosha. Let's consider how a dosha gets out of balance. A dosha is increased. And remember, we don't want the dosha to increase. We want it to remain balanced. But a dosha is increased by experiences and influences of the same quality. Let's take vata, which is dry and mobile. And we eat crackers, dried foods, fruits. We're constantly distracted by too many activities, and we have no routine. that's going to create more of that vata movement and push it out of balance. And pitta, eating hot, spicy food every day, working in a hot, humid environment, pushing hard to achieve day after day, with inadequate rest is going to increase pitta. And kapha, eating heavy foods like dairy and meat and wheat and being inactive are going to push kapha out of balance. These are the characteristics of these doshas. And by repeating this behavior, the doshas are increased and disease gets a foothold. I've talked about choosing the right food for your constitution. This is a large part of maintaining good health and preventing disease. 
We can further prevent disease by eating seasonally available foods as well as eating according to the seasons. I'll go into this topic in depth in a future episode. I'd like to mention a bit about appropriate exercise, which is invaluable in preventing disease from taking hold in the body. We all know that regular exercise increases strength, stamina, immunity. It leads to a more calm and relaxed attitude as well as better sleep. Good exercise is vital to proper digestion and elimination and purification of the toxins that we get daily from unhealthy foods and the environment. But we must also consider insufficient exercise, overexertion, Inappropriate exercise for one's constitution can also lead to disease. Lack of exercise incurs a loss of flexibility and strength and can lead to many diseases such as osteoporosis and heart disease. Overexertion can cause dehydration, sciatica, muscle aches and pains. Yoga and aerobic activity are very valuable. But the amount of exercise should be based on the person's particular constitutional type. And what do I mean by that? Kapha, for instance, can take the most strenuous working exercise. Pitta should take moderate exercise and vata only the most gentle exercise. Knowledge of your particular constitution is vital to securing the best lifestyle choices. Mental and, and emotional factors play a large role in the disease process that I find. This is often where illness and disease takes root. A 
imbalanced vata shows up as anxiety, fear, nervousness, and restlessness. Imbalanced pitta shows as anger, envy, hate, irritation, and competitiveness, criticism. Imbalanced kapha shows up as attachment, greed, possessiveness, and laziness. If we cannot find healthy expression for stress and our emotions, this can lead to physical imbalance. The mind and the body are always connected. It's not easy to control the thoughts we encounter sometimes of doubt, fear, and uncertainty in our lives. We can never truly find the answers outside of ourselves. This is why meditation or contemplation, whatever you wish to call it, is so very important. If we take the time to look into our own hearts, therein lies the answer to all our questions. Because, and I sincerely believe this, we are divine beings. We are complete. We just don't know it. We don't have the faith in our own spirit and our own power of creativity. I happen to love what Dr. Vasant Ladd a great Ayurvedic doctor has to say about a feeling or an emotion that maybe is bothering you. He says, observe with total awareness. Observe this feeling with total awareness. No separation between yourself and the feeling. Give freedom to that feeling. Let it flower. Then let it fade away. Thank you for listening today. As always, if you have any comments or questions, please visit my Facebook page, Healing Ayurveda. I will be happy to respond to you. My affirmation for today is, I listen to my body 
my body communicates exactly what it needs. I listen to my body. My body communicates exactly what it needs. Thank you to you all and blessings. Mm-hmm.